The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamualaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 15th of December and the time has now just gone 10 o'clock. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and beneficial way. I'm your host Neelam and joining me in the studio this morning is my uh, guest Caroline. Now I will get Caroline to formally introduce herself a little later in the show but first, good morning. Good morning. Hello. I'm really pleased to be here today. Ah, thank you so much. And again, thank you so much for taking the time out to join me this morning. Um, How's your week been? Um, It's been okay. Um, I think I'm feeling quite tired. I'm ready for that break over the holidays. So uh, yeah, but all good. I know I've I've actually physically started doing the countdown at home now and it's just it's it's dragging on and, and it doesn't help. I don't mind it being cold, but it doesn't help when we have rain. Yeah, it just I feel like it puts everything to halt when it rains in my household because it's just I, we and, and no one can walk. Everyone has to be taxied everywhere. So I don't like the rain. Um, it just it doubles my workload. So. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's also quite, quite difficult for people's moods and. Yes. You know, for for maybe people who are not feeling great anyway, if it's mm. sort of grey and drizzly, it, mm. it just really, yeah, it doesn't make you feel good. Absolutely, yep, yeah. yep. When you when you don't see that sun outside and you see just cloud, it's quite gloomy out yeah. there, and it's not no. Yeah, so it's it's been a dragging week for me. Uh, did you feel the week? dragged on or do you think it went quite fast it was all right for me yeah well paced (laughs) for you no I felt like it really dragged on and you'd think with all the tasks that I had to get through it'd be something that would have whizzed by for me but it was just it's just felt like it's uh, um, dragged on but it didn't stop me from um, getting experimental I have to share this with everyone Um, I I had my um, uh, daughter's friends come for lunch yesterday so she she had she's on study leave at the moment from college and so I said to her why don't you just catch up with some of your friends you know they hardly get to catch up because they're always in different lessons at different times so they she called them around for lunch so I said to her, I'll make some jacket potatoes and I'll just do a bit of tuna mayo and what have you and I run out of mayo I didn't have any mayo and I was like oh goodness me I can't mix the tuna into a into a mayo so I thought oh actually I'm gonna make it so I got wow. experimental and actually um it's better than the real thing. I, I don't like to brag about my own cooking, but it was really nice and I'm really impressed. So I've now sterilized a jar at home and I said I'm going to make some and I'm not going to be buying shop-bought mayo anymore. Excellent. You set yourself a high standard, though. I have, yes, I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm yet to let, because the, the kids didn't get to try it out because I'd made just enough to mix in the in the mayo. And so they said, to, let's do a blind test. Can you still buy the real <laughs> thing and then make your own and then we'll, we'll test to see which one's that nice. sounds good what a shame you didn't bring some in this I morning know, we could have had I a know. test could have done test a test session today yeah i know don't tell Tarek because he always says that to me he's <laughs> like if you're experimenting with food we need to test it on Definitely. fridays in the morning in the studio so yeah but yeah i'm quite impressed with myself so um yeah i think that's what the holidays is going to be all about with me it's just going to be getting experimental with things in the kitchen again um I'm not sure uh, I uh, many of us are looking forward to uh, the summer break, uh, the winter break, summer break. Uh, I was speaking to a mum this morning and she was saying to me, you're doing a countdown, but I'm I'm like holding on to each day thinking, please just let it mm. slow down. And I said, why? She said, because when the kids are home, it's just constant feeding and it's just and she said, then you end up joining them so she said you know winter's hard enough as it is you you just want to eat because it's comfort eating and uh and then you've got the children at home that want to eat all the time and and then you just end up doing the same with them and I was like oh I never thought of it that way actually yeah, absolutely and and I think for a lot of women it you know there's that kind of pressure of the build-up of mm. this is supposed to be this amazing time of year um and then yeah the, the children are at home so you've yeah. got to look after them sometimes you've got family coming around yeah. um it you know it's quite it's quite full-on and it's like mm. which of the which are the days when the women get to have a rest yes, and some, somebody else does it for them I know I know and, and I think that's I mean it's like that when it's Eid and any mm. celebrations that we have like that I think this year though I'm, I'm really impressed because um my mother-in-law said let's do it different let's not cook and and I and I said to her really and she said yeah let, let's just go because I mean Inspire FM always arrange stuff um in in the parks and they've got food 
being sold there and served there and she said let's just go the kids can go and have play on the rides we can sit down at the table and have food served to us fantastic and we did that this year so it was (laughs) it felt really difficult not to do it because i was like oh gosh you know so i did make a little bit but you know not to have to host and Mm. have that washing up to do afterwards it was it was quite so i think uh we found a new way forward to celebrate Eid now and it's quite nice to be able to do that so uh yeah maybe um some families can do that uh, this year um we know in the over the festive period get together like that and um share the workload i think that's the key thing. yeah absolutely and and at the end of the day it's it's about the being the being with the family or the friends and absolutely. um you know if the woman's stuck in the kitchen all the time mm. everybody misses out then that's on her it. company yeah I, I i'm caught up with the college friend and i was asking her how her family was and she said to me um they're good but it the irony is every time we get together as a family it's all about um feeding everyone and then cleaning up and then it's time to go home so she said we don't really get to actually catch up and I was like gosh that sounds very familiar actually I think that's the same in my household as well so yes uh so listeners um we are um uh going to be talking about menopause this morning um on our um show um and uh I know it's uh a topic that many listeners have reached out to me to try and get. So uh, Caroline is a representative of um, LAWC, who I will get to formally introduce herself and explain who that is. Um, But her and I are just talking um, about menopause from um, personal experience and the knowledge that she has around this topic. Um, Neither of us are medical experts on this topic. It's just a topic that we will both be um, discussing. So we are live on air reaching out to all our listeners in Luton and surrounding areas through the airwaves at Inspire FM 105.1 FM. You can also connect to the show via TuneIn through the Inspire FM webpage and we can also be heard on your smartphones via the Inspire FM app. Finally, uh, we are also streaming live on Facebook, so you can and must leave a thumbs up on the show and also you can uh, leave any questions or um comments that you have around today's topic i am also taking in whatsapp messages on the studio number 0779481822 and that's whatsapp and text messages so if you have any questions that um, you would like to share with us uh, you can contact us on that number now menopause um it's been quite a taboo subject for many years where um women um, across different cultures have actually struggled in silence it's not a talked about topic Um, I've got memories now as an adult when I've understood a little bit about menopause of what my poor mum must have gone through but she did it all on her own and uh, I think it's important that we try and equip ourselves and educate ourselves around this topic so um, I think we are going to be looking at some of the symptoms um the signs and and most importantly um how we can embrace this new chapter of our life now before getting caroline to talk about this um i think everyone wants to hear a bit more of your voice and less of mine and uh, can i get you to please introduce yourself to the listeners yes good morning everybody um so mm-hmm. i'm caroline cook i'm the chief executive of luton all women's center um I was on the show um, during COVID times when we were doing it, doing it over Zoom, I think it was. Mm. So it's lovely to be in the studio face to face today. Yes. Um, yeah, so at Luton Women's Centre, we work mainly with women who've experienced some sort of abuse or trauma um, or women who are struggling with their mental health. Um, so that might be um, because of domestic abuse, childhood sexual abuse. Um, some women we work with have been trafficked, um, sexual violence, um, all, all sorts of things that um, it may be that women are experiencing those things now and they, they actively need support in, mm. in terms of what, what do I do? How do I sort of improve the situation? How do I get out of the situation? Mm. Um, or it may be women who've experienced things in the past, um, but in a sense they, they've never kind of dealt with that. And, and those things, as we know, if you've had significant trauma, um, those things don't go away. And they mm. the, at different times they they come out and, um, as I say, many of the women we see who are struggling with their mental health, that's because of their 
early past traumas Mm. Um, yeah and um, do you think there's been an increase in women reaching out to your center now uh, you know over the last couple of years do you think women are actually now getting the confidence to come forward or and reach out for support yeah definitely Uh, I mean after the first um, lockdown with Mm. with COVID Mm. um, all the services locally there was an absolute spike in in sort of demand and I'd say that's never that's never gone down we you know I'm I'm a bit sort of um you know thinking about coming on the show today it's a bit like I want to come and reach women and talk about what we do but it's also we are overwhelmed with referrals um and that goes for most of the women's services Mm. um so I think during lockdown times over the last two three years there's been a lot about particularly about domestic abuse and Mm. and mental health in the press in the media Mm. um and I think Women have learnt that actually it's not just them experiencing difficult things, Mm. that, you know, it's something that happens for many women. Mm. And that also they've learnt about what support is available, that there are services out there that, um, that, you know, will help them, will give the support they need. Mm -hmm. So... I think it, it's um, yeah, it's great that more women are coming forward asking for support. Um, but it, it's you know we want to provide for as many women as we can, um, but services are struggling because we, we're a charity. Um, Luton Women's Centre has been going for thirty years now. Wow! Um, I haven't wow. been there all that time. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there about six years. Yeah, um, and we we very much. Our, our client group reflects the demographic of Luton. So okay. we work with women from all the communities across Luton. Mm-hmm. Um, and with most of our services, we're able to offer them in Urdu, Bengali and um, Polish, wow. um, as, as well as working in English. So wow. really, you know, trying to um, reach as many as women as we can um, in, in all sorts of different ways to try and think about, you know, different parts of the community and mm. how can we work in a way that would it would feel comfortable for any mm. woman to w- walk through the door mm. and t- that she can feel welcomed mm. and supported yeah um you know and that's that's what i think we do Actually, that's yeah. what our clients tell us they they have that experience of working with us yeah and and i think it's fantastic because you know um uh, going back to my parents' generation, I know that things like this weren't available, and weren't and and the network that they had were their neighbour friends, and you know the the ladies in the community or the school mums. That was their network where they would just offload, and you know share their experiences, and um, that was it. So to have um, a formal setup where you you know that you've got you know people that are trained in the field that can give you that support and and that guidance or signpost you to the right places is is fantastic and i can understand why it's probably overwhelmed with um with women coming forward and 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 i can imagine it uh, coming to that point now um as well as domestic abuse and um all these issues that women encounter there's a huge one that they encounter in their life which is which is menopause and again a taboo subject because you know in special especially in the south asian community it's not a talked about topic it's something that it's just a life change and you've just got to deal with it in a way so i think more and more women now are coming forward and would like to know how to you know be a bit more savvy in the field and understand how to cope with the changes so um what is menopause (laughs) (laughs) just before we come to that so um i've talked about some of the kind of specific sort of areas that we work with where we offer support but also um a big part of what we do is to um really try and address gender inequality in Mm. in all in all its ways and Mm. you know we do a lot of advocating for women because obviously we hear experiences Mm. and we we try and make sure that women's voices are included in Mm. whether that's in you know the council developing new policies or strategies Mm. um and at the moment there's a real interest in um women's health this Mm. is something that I think there's some sort of, you know, some national funding. The NHS are, are taking this seriously. Mm. And back in um, 2021, um, 
the government did a, a, a consultation about women's health because um, it, it was decided there was, was going to be a new strategy and that you know women should be offered the opportunity to, to comment on that. Mm. And it was the biggest consultation in terms of responses they've ever yeah. had. It was massive, hundreds of thousands of responses. Wow. And the, it took, because of how many they got, it took them quite a long time. But in 2022, the new 10-year women's health strategy came out. And in there, there's a number of key areas which were the things that women were most concerned about or felt that there weren't the services within the NHS that were really addressing these things. Mm. And menopause was one of the, uh, I think it was eight priority areas. Mm. Um so that's been great because it's sort of given it a bit more of a formal platform yeah. and it's 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 given whether it's GP surgeries or you know hospitals wh- whoever's dealing with women's issues or that kind of might be associated with the menopause mm-hmm. there's now um a bigger picture which says yeah. you know actually this is important to women yeah collectively we're not doing good we're not doing well enough Mm. and let's really take a look Mm. so that that's been very helpful yes um and i mean as as you know one of the things we sort of like to do at the women's center is to help to start conversations about difficult Mm. topics Mm -hmm. um so you know we we do work around um forced marriage on a based abuse Mm. um, menopause violence towards women and girls and a lot of that is just going out and saying to to women and sometimes to to men as well that you know it's okay to talk about these things Mm. these things are happening Mm. for individuals and in our communities um and let's let's make them a bit less taboo yes Um, yes and and i think that's fantastic you know and and that's amazing that um, that that kind of research was done and, and the influx that was um, given in, in and as a result there. Um, and yes, uh, I think when you start saying it more, it becomes less of a taboo subject. So, you know, it, it's it's part and parcel of life and, and this is how it is. And I think when I did some research around the topic myself, um, uh, which is my quote at the end of the show, but it's it's literally, it's a phase of life. It's not a disease. It's just something that we have to embrace. And um, I think it's because women, we feel that, you know, there's constant changes in our life. You, you have, you know, as, as a, a teen, you, you have to embrace your periods and that brings on so many other changes in your life, your hormonal changes, your physical changes. And it's just, it's a stage of life that we have to just accept. Then motherhood hits you and, you know, you've got to raise a child, you know, and, and all of that. So it just feels like women are constantly having to stop and reevaluate where they are at what stage of their life. And um, it's nice that we can actually now take that step and stop because at each stage there are now places where you can have these conversations you know there's a lot more mums and tots groups there's a lot more um prenatal um groups and classes and sessions that are running now where women that are going through that journey for the first time can talk about these things so it's you know it's nice that at each chapter we're having that platform to be able to speak about it so um, and I think, yes, menopause is one of the ones that we need to, you know, both men and women need to educate. I mean, yeah, absolutely. We were, we were talking about yeah. that before the show. And um, I, I think it's really important that, that younger women also get themselves kind of a bit informed about mm. it. Not not just for their own sakes, because obviously at some point, you know, you will. It, it'll yeah. be there for, for them. But also so that they can support so, yeah. and better understand maybe if their mums or their aunties are going through mm. um you know the the experience of menopause that they actually understand about that mm. rather than it being this thing that you know kind of is a bit of a mystery and maybe mums acting you know off. not quite <laughs> yeah. usually, like she yeah. usually does um yeah. and as you say for for men as well to get themselves a bit informed so that you know hopefully they can be the kind of good supportive partners mm. um because for for some women, they sail through menopause. It's not an issue. Um, for others, there can be, you know, particular struggles around it. Mm. Um, and for those where there are challenges, to know you've got, you know, your family and your friends around you who can all hopefully understand and 
um, you know, work with you around maybe some changes that mm. will make things easier, then that that's a good feeling. Yes, absolutely. And and I guess, um, you know, uh, many of us probably would like to know a little bit about what menopause is. I mean, we know that it's the bidding farewell, hopefully, to the menstrual cycle. That's the first step. But there's other things that come uh, come through it. So, I mean, you know, roughly what are the typical age ranges that um, uh, the onset of menopause in women starts? Yeah, um, just just before I come to that, I, mm. I just wanted, when we were talking about the taboo, of yes. um, it being a sort of taboo subject, yes. I just wanted to say um, something that my colleague told me, which I hadn't actually heard before, but oh. she said that in Victorian times in this country, it was understood that women were not of sane mind when they were going through the menopause and their ovaries were often removed. So if oh. they were acting a bit different, um, so... The removal of the ovaries was called a hysterectomy yeah. due to the word hysteria um, oh. about women acting in, in a different way. Um, and they believe that this cured mental health disorders and nymphomania disorders, so women having sexual desires. Wow. Um, and there were, there were other things if the symptoms persisted, but it's a bit early in the day for those. So, oh, wow. um, But I thought that was interesting that, yeah. you know, it, it's sort of one of those things that I think men historically have been quite frightened about women's things and women's bleeding mm. and it's like oh you've got to stop that at all costs yeah. rather than being able to embrace the the changes at, mm. as you say at different phases yes, yes. um so menopause um it is is really the it's the phase where your periods stop completely um so before that the perimenopause um, is the beginning of the process. So that's as your periods start to maybe sort of become irregular, um, you, you start to have some of the kind of symptoms of it. Um, and the average age of menopause actually starting is between 45 and 55. Okay. So it can really vary. Um, and for some women, there's also a condition called early onset menopause, um, <clears throat> which can be women in their 20s or 30s wow. and obviously brings, you know, particular kind of issues and really good medical support is needed to kind of understand what's happening yeah i mean the, i mean menopause um i have a friend who had um breast cancer who's in remission but part of her remission and treatment was that she had to force her body to go into menopause so she she's taking medication which stops her from menstruating so she doesn't have periods so she she had literally six months to try and understand what's going to go on in her body because everything that women, we have the perimenopausal phase, which is a couple of years before menopause. She didn't have that stage. She just went straight into menopause mm. and it was a very difficult stage. I mean, she's now um, a year and a half into it. So she, she laughs about it now. She can talk about the symptoms and she can say, oh yeah, I'm feeling this. And I, I and she says, I, she's only 41 but she says, I feel 50 sometimes, you know, I, 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 I can sympathise with those women that are saying, um, you know, she'll come into my house and say, have you got the heating on, turn it off. And then five minutes later, it's a bit cold, isn't it? And I'm like, oh, gosh, is this what it's going to be like? So it's quite scary to to watch women um, that have those hot flushes and, uh, and those those symptoms that you think, oh, my gosh, is it going to be this bad? So, you know reassure us is 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 it not going to be that scary well i think that that's one of the great things about women coming together to talk about this um and we we run a, a six-week support group mm -hmm. and it's the only group we run which is open to any women to join yeah. it's you don't have to be a client with us okay. um and i'll say a bit more a yeah, bit later about yeah. how we're going to be sort of taking those um groups out yeah. um but I think it's when you come and speak with other women and mm. it, it takes that fear away it from, you know, what you might be experiencing because you realise actually lots of women experience this yeah. and, you know, there are things you can do to help yourself as well. Mm -hmm. um, and during the course, we, you know, we talk about um, lots of things in terms of your diet, what you eat, um, about exercise um, you know, all these different things that it's good if women have thought about them because it, it can make a difference to your experience of going through the menopause. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and 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 that's 
as you say um it normalizes some of the symptoms as well you know so every woman will be feeling different things and when you when you talk to other women about it and they say oh, oh yeah actually i feel that it reassures you that oh actually what i'm feeling is actually normal then because some may and some may not so it's quite nice to to have that ground where you um can so i mean i think um we've got menopause and then you have the perimenopausal which i slightly touched on earlier on um these are the years um that are different to um uh, menopause and these are the up how long does perimenopause last for yeah it, it's generally um general advice is that if you're 40 plus then you're probably sort of entering into the perimenopause phase um, and those of you that are 40 or 41 you probably didn't want to hear that but um <laughs> <laughs> and it it does vary, and for some women, it will be you know quite a, a, a long, slow process. For others, it happens more quickly. Yes. Um, so I think that's really important to know that there isn't any particular way that women have these experiences. It's different for each of us. Yeah. Uh, and listeners, if you are tuned in, um, uh, apologies for that technical error. I will be having a firm word with Tariq later on about that. Uh, but it was just a technical glitch. But we are now, believe it or not, uh, heading over to a short commercial break uh, if you are having a hot brew with me this morning uh, please go refill it and I've had a couple of text messages come through saying we want the recipe of the mayo so uh, I have to share that at some point I guess so stay tuned in after the break Asalaamu Alaikum Asalaamu Alaikum this is Atif Nawaz listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Good morning and assalamu alaikum. It's Friday 15th of December and the time has now just gone 10.30. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. I'm your host Neelam and joining me on the show this morning is my guest Caroline who is from the um, Luton All Women uh, Centre. Um, we have been talking about menopause this morning and I can't believe how quick the time has gone. It's gone super fast. Um, if you do have any questions... Um, uh, that you'd like to ask the um, us this morning, we are taking in WhatsApp and text messages on the studio number oh triple seven nine four eight one eight double two. Any questions that you have for my guest or myself around uh, menopause, please do message it in. Uh, we are also streaming live on Facebook, so you can leave your comments uh, or questions on the Facebook page as well. Now um, we've talked about. Um, um, the Luton All Women's Centre running some workshops um, um, around uh, menopause and, and the importance of being able to speak about it and, and not just educating the women that are going through it but the women that will be going through it to be support network. Now we have a phone call coming through and I have no idea how to... I think I pressed the right button there. It stopped um, anyway. It stopped, yeah, so that's the main thing. Um uh, it, and also to educate the men out there, because um, interestingly, when I when I put the subject out, a lot of the men came back saying that um, it's 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 uh, it's talked about too much, um, you know. And um, and I like when you said that actually I don't think it's been talked about enough. But it's important for men to educate themselves so that they could be the correct support network. So I think when we say. Um, we have a phone call oh okay so there is a phone call that's come through um and i number okay hello good morning you're tuned into mother's planet this morning assalamualaikum walaikum salam good morning good. um to to um our sister is i didn't catch her name is it karen yeah it's Car it's caroline caroline cook from the luton caroline. yes okay okay I'm Nazia, um, perhaps not at all um, new to the subject or to the Women's Centre. Um, so I um, won't go too, too much into details of how ancient it makes me feel. <laughs> but I'm alive and I'm kicking. <laughs> and I want to share my experience of not only for the Women's Centre, but I'm so glad that the, the work is carrying on. And um, my hats off to all the people that um, carried on with our 
initial work that we started some years ago. Uh, it seems like yesterday, um, but um, it is a wonderful um, place for all women and men, to be honest with you, um, because women are the most amazing creature on this earth um, because they bring up men. They bring up men, <laughs> they, they bring up men when they um, have them as their own babies and they bring them up when their dads are around, brothers are around, sons are around, and friends are around. So, um, yes, my first take would be um, that um, no subject is a taboo subject, it's mm. how we um, address it, how we make it into uh, an issue. And and yes, the more um, everybody shares their experience, however they want to experience. Some people like to put pen to paper, and nowadays there is no pens and no paper. My six-year-old mm. granddaughter, I'm very blessed, um, she was actually swiping, um, <laughs> as you do on a phone, or turning a page of a book. So yes, it's, it's a shame, but um, nevertheless, they say that just like um, anything in life, if we, the genius is the ability to put into effect what is in your mind, mm. and there is no other definition about it. So um, I would say that uh, we you were talking about such a wonderful subject. The reason why I call it wonderful is because it's like a knock knock. <laughs> men, we are just taking a pull. Yes. So that becomes a menopause. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes, a pause from the men. <laughs> uh. so not only that, it just gives us a um, such a um, time, hard time, tough time, don't get me wrong. Um, there is no um, gain without the pain. Some people suffer very badly. Um, and um, I, I remember um, going through very badly because there was very little help available. Yes. And there was very little courage um, that you could talk about it. Um, Although I'm extremely blessed that I brought up, as I said, that I, um, you know, taking into consideration that it's never ever, um, you know, kind of shutting the the male uh, people around in our lives. And I brought up three sons, so mm. I was extremely blessed that they, um, when it came to that time, not that I had to kind of educate them, they just saw my conditions or they um, are concerned people, so they took part in terms of however little they could. And my eldest son, he actually went me to the hospital, many visits, um, now perhaps not my mother-in-law's son, <laughs> but yes, my own son, oh. yes, he took me to hospital. And um, I would say, uh, please don't fear any um, any stages of your life. Mm. Embrace them, love them, and you will come through. Yes, there are times it's difficult um, because it has lots of poses, lots of different symptoms for different women, and they become scared being secret about it because they think, oh, who can I talk to? What's happening to me? What's happening to my body? Why am I sweating a lot? Why am um, I feeling yeah. all hot and bothered? Why my face gets all red when somebody looks at me? <laughs> or why am I so moody? And um, question is, moody because we are being tolerating and bearing other moods that are around us. Mm. <laughs> yes. So I would say that, um, you know, go to and your GP, talk to friends, talk to people that who may look ancient and have nothing to offer, but believe me, if you talk to them, they will have the most wonderful remedies for you, and I'm going to give you one as well that I experienced and it helped as well. Mm -hmm. um, although I had to go through surgery of uh, hysterectomy and all that, that, that would be another subject perhaps one day you can open up. Yep. Um, but um, other than that, yes, 
and women. Um, love your body, love your mood, love your family, uh, love everything happening to your body, be it painful. Once we go through um, having a baby, nothing else, nothing else is as challenging as mm. you know we experience already. So don't be scared, and um, you know go with friends. Um, go um, as as Car- Caroline was saying mm-hmm. that look after yourself. Like take good um, care about your you know diet and. Um, exercise and as I said it's just like a cause it actually gives us a chance to um, take time for ourselves yes and, and look after us a bit more yes and, um, through that you can take herbal remedies and if it happens to be you know some women go through very badly my mother very secretly went through she was she was really suffering even as us daughters around her, um, she felt very shy to talk about it. So, uh, I mean, think about their time and then our time and then you younger lot time. Uh, I'm still very young, so don't get me wrong. Um, so, um, you know, it's all about mind over matter and you can get through it. And uh, as I said, take care of yourself and enjoy it. Enjoy every phase of your life. Thank you so much. Amazing creature on this planet. (sighs) Thank you so much for your words of wisdom there. Um, I have no doubt that listeners um, really appreciated your personal experience there and uh, personal advice. Um, And uh, thank you so much for calling in and uh, sharing um, that with us this morning. And and also, does it... Um, women's center I would love to take part again and please do leave um, you know uh, your number at the end of it and also uh, encourage women that if there are things that they are still able to do or can spare time then it's a wonderful cause and it helps Um, we are here to just give a helping nudge a smile a a beautiful maybe just reaching out to each other regardless of if the technology world so we can we don't have to be holding each other's hand in order to get through so um yeah the offer is there thank you so much um and i'll be sure that those messages come out to you so we are limited for time so i'm just going to turn over to my guest but your core hand comments have been really appreciated thank you so much assalamu alaikum Giving me time. That's okay. Assalamualaikum. Wow, that's a first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't normally get calls? I, well, no, I don't actually. Um, I, I don't normally get calls and I don't think I encourage them so much because I like to have the text messages so mm-hmm. I can give my guests the time as well. But that was lovely of uh, um, the sister to call in and share her experience. Yeah, and yeah. And, and big thank you for all her lovely comments about uh, the work we do at the Women's yes, Centre. Yes, absolutely. And and very kind of her to volunteer her own time at the end. So um, we'll we'll touch on that at the end. Um, I'm conscious of time now, so I think I, I'd really like to um, talk a bit about this workshop that you were saying, just so that people can hear about it. And yes, what's... Ab- absolutely. Um, just before we go on to that, I was just mm-hmm. going to say a word about um, sort of some some of the things that um, women can do to yes. help help alleviate some of the symptoms. Um, and obviously on our courses, we go into this in more detail. Mm-hmm. But in terms of food, um, with obviously you're, you're losing the estrogen as you go mm-hmm. through through peri- perimenopause, that, that sex hormone is kind of decreasing in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the ways that you can kind of counterbalance that is by eating particular foods that have got um, phytoestrogens. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And that's a plant. these are plant-derived compounds, which are like a sort of low level of estrogen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're found in things like um, soybeans and soy-based products, peanuts, sesame seeds, flax seeds, chickpeas, berries, barley, apricots, and green and black tea. Mm. So a whole list of things which, you know, by just increasing those, that, that's one thing you can do. Mm. Um, also, exercise is really crucial for maintaining and, and improving bone density, mm. uh, muscle tone, and for, for helping with your joints to keep your joints supple. And also, um, some somebody, I 
it was mentioned about clothing and, and hot sweats because obviously mm. that's one of the most common symptoms that women experience, which is really not very pleasant. Mm. Um, and again, it's thinking about the kinds of clothes you wear in yeah. terms of, um, you know, what are they made from? Because certain fabrics obviously will make you feel even hotter mm. and thinking about la layering so that you can easily take a layer or two mm. off. Yeah, and those sort of symptoms, if we're thinking about women who are in the workplace, um, sometimes that's very difficult because women don't always want to kind of share with everybody what's happening. Mm. But again, if you are able to talk to your manager, there are things like, um, you know, could the heating in, in the office be adjusted? Could you sit somewhere where you're not by the radiator? Mm. Um, you know, if you do have a hot flush during a meeting, how might you cope with that? Mm. So if you feel comfortable to you know, share that with your manager, mm. there are kind of some things that can be adjusted to to make the workplace easier for you. Yeah. And and the fabric one, I just wanted to um, touch on a couple of points that you uh, mentioned there. Um, I had a friend who said that um, uh, she, her bed linen was just, you know, she was, and then she found that actually when she turned to 100% cotton bed sheets, it just made, it was a life change. It was a game changer for her. So she, she you know, changed her bed sheets to 100% cotton and found that actually that eased the, the hot flushes through the night. And um, one of the mistakes a lot of women, and my mum included, when it comes to exercise, they feel that they have to do high-intensity cardio. And actually, I've told my mum off lots about this because I said you don't have to be skipping, running, and doing that high-intensity exercise. It's bone-strengthening exercise. So just a few dumbbells on the side in, on your hands and just doing some bone strengthening exercise Ab absolutely low low impact has yes. been shown to have a really beneficial effect so mm. you know it's not always about getting kind of hot and sweaty yes. um, but it's about the repetition at, you know just a few minutes every day even can mm. start to have an impact mm. um, and the other exercise that is great for all these things is walking mm. doesn't cost anything find a friend yeah. go out to the park yeah. and you know some sort of purposeful walking not not just wandering along looking yeah. at the ducks but you know actually walk for 20 minutes or so mm. that lifts your spirits and it mm. it does your bones good it helps your whole body yeah so i'm a great advocate i'm a great walker oh yeah i know and uh, recently i have become the same and i'm so pleased because i my my three-year-old when we go to nursery she likes to walk so she she gets a bit annoyed if i bring the car Excellent. So, Start like, young. so yes yeah. so she's she's like you've bought the car i said oh sorry it was raining so i didn't and she, goes, oh, she no, you know. i think she's going to be an eco warrior yes, of the future i hope yeah. so too so yeah she she's very fond of walking yeah. Uh, so yes, this the workshop. I mean, just when how it's just a bit um, and of information about it when it's running, how, and um, you said it's open to all. So I think that's something that everyone's going to be interested in. Absolutely. So um, so we run a, a six week course, mm -hmm. and the the kind of purpose of the course is is obviously partly to give information. So some of these kind of things that we've been talking about to make sure that women are better informed. Um, what's out there, what helps, what doesn't, looking at the kind of myths around menopause, but also um, having a look at sort of how you can feel more confident to talk to somebody in your workplace, to talk to your GP, to have those conversations with a partner, for example. Um, and we also look at, um, for example, uh, hormone HRT, hormone replacement mm. therapy, um, which you know, some people are really for it, some are really yeah. against it, but it's just weighing up, understanding actually what it is and mm. might it be beneficial for you. Mm -hmm. And with any of these things, making sure that you have talked to your GP mm. so that you get the right treatment for you. Mm -hmm. um, and just a bit of a word of warning that the, the menopause industry worldwide is thought to be worth about 600 billion pounds. Oh. So... There are a lot of products out there being sold which are not necessarily yeah. um, approved. Yeah. So it's just a word of warning, particularly if you're buying anything online, mm -hmm. really make sure um, that you know what's in it, where it's sourced, you know, where yeah. it comes from, um, because many of the products are just about somebody making money, money. from it. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um the courses that we run the six week ones we will from the new year be taking them out into the communities across mm -hmm. luton mm -hmm. um, and as i said we'll be delivering them in urdu bengali and polish mm -hmm. where, where there's a kind of demand for that mm -hmm. um, as well as um, courses in english and 
what we're hoping to do is to reach really groups of women in local areas so we can you know have the course it actually women have great fun when they come as well mm. it's not just all kind of being serious um and hopefully each one of those women who comes on the course will then spread that information yes. through her network as well so in yes. that way we can you know Educate. really work to get communities much more informed about menopause overall yes absolutely and i think that's the key thing when when courses like this are delivered that it's not just a confined space for those people at that time it's something that is it's like chinese whispers it's going to go from here to go, you know carry on spreading and i think that's that's the key um getting women out there to share their experience and knowledge and i think the the platform that you're uh, creating here is fantastic because as you said it's just getting women to talk and women can talk <laughs> absolutely and we, yeah. we find every group whatever the subject is actually there's a lot of laughter yes. and it, sometimes it's a relief it's a yeah. relief that you can share things mm. and actually just women coming together they they laughed yes. we, we laugh don't we yes so, yeah. that's it yeah. and and there's that hormone that gets released with laughter as well i think it's uh, oxycytosin or whatever i'm not very scientific myself but it's it's the laughing hormone that gets released and it's a good hormone it's a feel-good hormone so absolutely. you know even that just having that in that time is is all good so i think think it's important just having um that space for the women so um in terms of the um workshop will it be um via zoom or will it be how how will you be executing the, the workshop? um we'll primarily be doing face-to-face -face courses mm -hmm. um so as i say we we'll be starting in the new year so we're just mm -hmm. sort of looking at you know areas and and dates and everything so they will be on our website um which is www.lutonallwomencentre.org.uk so we've got a page already about menopause on okay. there um, so the dates will be there and women will then be able to contact us um, email in or phone in and uh, we, we can give them the information okay I just wanted to give a, a, a sort of shout out as well for some other workshops that are happening um, in the new year mm -hmm. um, it's a, a, a national charity called um, well-being of women mm -hmm. and that they do a lot of research around women's health and they're delivering one hour face-to-face -face workshops which is particularly aimed at employers so oh. people who want to come and learn um, how can I improve my work situation so particularly if you're an HR person you know or somebody in the organization or in the business who can then go back and say oh actually have we thought about this we could do this um, so one-hour workshops, the next Luton one's the 17th of January, okay. um, and you can go on their website to book that. So I can send you all the details yes. after, yes. after yes. today. Yes, please do. And again, listeners, for those that are tuned in that are, don't have um, a pen and paper to hand, anything that is being missed out, um, I will ensure that it goes onto the Facebook link of the show as well. So that will be any website links um, and dates uh, for any of those. So I guess just to wrap things up, um, you know, uh, menopause, uh, do you have some advice that you could give to women approaching menopause and help them navigate this stage of their life? Yeah, well, when we're talking about menopause, we we do sort of, as well as all the symptoms and the things we've talked about already, mm. we do try to frame it that um, the, the age around which menopause kind of happens for most women is also a really significant one in terms of kind of life phases and changes that happen mm. and all of that is happening within a society where there are all sorts of pressures on women you know around youth around looking good mm. you know and uh, it's sometimes very hard for women as they get older to feel positive and proud about that and you know women end up as we know spending money galore like trying to look younger um, whether that's they dye their hair or whatever mm. it is they do and actually part of this is is about embracing getting older being mm. hopefully wiser and maturer mm. and the menopause kind of it, it really makes women think about those things mm. because it, it is a, a change and for, for many women perhaps their children have now grown up they're not needed as a mother in the same way mm. so it's like okay with well, this next bit what's what's that going to be like what do I want it to be like for me 
mm. um, on my terms. Yes. So it, it's significant in that way. Yes. And I think earlier we mentioned that, um, and, Anna, and the caller as well, that it's taking that pause and that and taking that step back and say, right, let's, you know, reevaluate our life and our, our purpose and, and where we are. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I did a, a show around women hitting 40 and that was the, a pinnacle stage for women, for many women in their life where they reevaluated where they mm-hmm. were and their purpose. So many went through a career change. Many decided to stop working and do something different, set up businesses, be at home, you know, all those changes. So I think again, it's just that stage of your life where you just have to stop and reevaluate and just, you know, assess and change. And I think the things that you've mentioned about clothing, food, diet, these are the things that become a bit more significant because when you're when you're hitting 40, it's just it's there at the back of your mind that I should be eating a bit better, exercising. But this is the stage where you actually really do start taking care of yourself. Absolutely. And something I, I didn't mention earlier was that if, um, you know, if you're having um, issues or you're feeling concerned about something to do with menopause, do go and see your GP. Mm-hmm. And whilst we do hear quite a few women saying they don't have a good experience with their GPs because they can be dismissed or, you know, it's maybe they're maybe not taken that seriously. There's also some fantastic GPs mm-hmm. out there in Luton who are really sort of on top of it in terms of yes. menopause. So I would say if you're going about something to do with menopause, when you book your appointment, actually talk to the practice and say, could I see a doctor who mm. really understands about menopause? Because mm. you you should expect to get a good service yes. and to be really listened to. Mm. Um, and that, that's that's important. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and that's the service. The NHS service is there for that. And there are... Um, uh, banks of information out there as well on, on, on this whole information. So Caroline, we have actually reached the last oh, 30 seconds of the show and I just wanted to say a huge thank you. It's it's always having a, a pleasure having you on the show and um, I, f- I feel like the hour's not enough. We could talk more and more. Um, so hopefully in the new year, once the workshops run, um, we can you know touch base again and bring this topic again and and let the listeners know how you got on. That would be fantastic. And then I can maybe bring one or two women who've been on the courses and they can talk about their experience as well. But thank you so much for having me. It's been been great. Thank you. And so listeners, it won't stop there. Uh, We will keep bringing this topic on the the show and we will keep talking about it. But thank you uh, for those that are tuned in this morning. My quote for you to menopause, when we talk and laugh about it, we learn and relax. It's a life transition not a disease. Friday blessings to everyone. Assalamualaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.